championing the core conservative principles of limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I will always do my duty, no matter what the price. I've counted up the cost, I know the sacrifice. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk, sponsored by Wake Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. You can also listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or by telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. And make sure you like and share the John Whitmer Show on Facebook. And, of course, follow me on Twitter, at John R. Whitmer. Those are the best ways to stay informed on all the latest show updates. Well, Joe Biden and his congressional allies have been busy trying to sell their $3.5 trillion socialist uh, build back better tax and spend plan. as something that will be good for America, but what's really in the plan? Well, that's a good question. Probably don't want us to know. Joining us now to expose the... Socialist big government takeover is Texas Congressman Dan Crenshaw. Originally from the Houston area, Representative Crenshaw is a sixth-generation Texan. He graduated from Tufts University, where he earned his Naval Officer Commission through Navy ROTC. Following graduation, he immediately reported to SEAL training, and after graduation was deployed to Fallujah, Iraq, to join SEAL Team 3, his first of five deployments overseas on his third deployment in 2012 his life changed forever after six months of combat operations he was hit by an ied blast during a mission in helmand province afghanistan he was evacuated and awoke from his medically induced coma learning his right eye had been destroyed in the blast his left eye was badly damaged he was completely blind and the doctors didn't believe he would ever see again after several Difficult surgeries and months of fighting a tough diagnosis. He eventually regained sight in his left eye, a miracle, according to the head surgeon. Nevertheless, he refused to quit and went on to deploy twice more, first back to the Middle East in 2014 and then to South Korea in 2016. He was medically discharged in uh, September of 2016 as a lieutenant commander, serving 10 years in the Navy SEALs. He left service with two bronze stars, one with Valor, the Purple Heart, and the Navy Commendation Medal with Valor, among others. In November 2018, he was elected to represent the people of Texas's second congressional district. Congressman, thank you for joining us this evening, and more importantly, thank you for your service to our country, sir. Hey, thanks for having me. It's our pleasure, and uh, it, it's it's an honor to have you on the show. Dan, I got to ask you, you know, this... Uh, Build back better. What a joke that title is. But I mean, it really will do none of that. The Republican Study Committee just released a report on this bill that highlights some of what's included in the bill. Uh, No wonder Biden's support has plummeted. His polls are so bad. This thing's really a joke, isn't it? Yeah. Um, look, it's, it's an agenda. Um, so there's a giant wish list associated with it. Um, it. It would take us a while to go through every aspect of it. Um, but but it's, it's, it's basically what you would expect from, 
a, a radical Democrat party, and this has become a radical Democrat party. Joe Biden won by won the primary in the Democrat presidential election by by claiming to be that moderate candidate, um, which gives you a sense of what a, Americans really want. But but unfortunately, the way he's governed has been a Bernie Sanders candidate uh, because that's the loudest faction, and um, you know this is kind of a a feature of American politics, unfortunately, which is that that loud minority, uh, because they're scary and because they're loud on Twitter, they, they can they can end up controlling a lot of the narratives. And you're seeing that with this with this agenda. Um, and if you're somebody like Biden, I guess, you know, who just he doesn't really want to make waves. He doesn't want to deal with the fights within his own party. So he'll, he'll just cave. He'll just cave into that that radical wing of it. And I think that's what you're seeing here. And it's yeah, it's tax and spending, and it's it's um, geez, it, it's really bad, especially for, for us in Texas, uh, because of the energy sector attacks. Um, you know, radically trying to transform our our energy mix and what we use, uh, what we use for baseload power, um, putting our our oil and gas industry out of business. I mean, the API estimates that at least ninety thousand jobs would be cost by the natural gas tax that they're implementing. And we would, you know, meanwhile, Joe Biden wants to uh, cede more energy dominance to OPEC and ask them to increase production so that our gas prices can right. be lower. Uh, it, there was actually a, a statement, I think, today or yesterday where the Biden administration is, is telling oil companies to, to do what it takes to, to lower prices. But meanwhile, they're trying to do everything they can to raise their costs. So it, it's deeply stupid <laughs> on many fronts. Um and, and deeply damaging to the economy. Uh, you know, massive new spending on on Medicare, Medicaid, trying to prop up these programs, um, solidify their, their the government's hold on our healthcare system. It's it just it's across the board. It, it, what it really boils down to is bribery. Yeah. I mean, look, look, we're bribing you. Look at all these nice things we want to give you and do for you. Don't you just want to vote for us forever? So, you know, it's, without any conversation of the second, third order consequences associated with that bribery or that spending. Uh, we're an honest conversation about the best way to solve problems and achieve prosperity. You know, that's fundamentally the difference between the two political parties. There are different ways of solving the same problems. So uh, we need and conservatives, frankly, need to make that case a little bit better. Some of the things that shock me uh, were the, the giveaways to illegals in here. Illegal aliens would be entitled to uh, the, the new free college plan, as well as student aid, enhanced child tax credit. I mean, that's... I mean, we could talk forever. We we do a whole other interview on the border crisis and the way they've bungled that situation. The fact that they're not even testing them for COVID, they're just importing, you know, it's thousands of illegals, and then they want to give them free college and you know enhanced childcare and student aid. I mean, it's just crazy. That's just insane. Yeah, it is. The border is a whole other uh, problem, and it's a deliberate dereliction of duty. You know, that's, that's, it's, it's just unprecedented, the, the level of the crisis there. Um, I've called for Alejandro Mayorkas, the Secretary of the Department of Homeland Security, to be impeached for, for his actions, because the only actions he's taken have been, to, uh, have been to increase illegal immigration, whether by investigating the Border Patrol agents who were trying to stop people from rushing across the river, or by stopping the contracts, ceasing those contracts to build uh, infrastructure to the walls along the southern border. Uh, he's now said that they're going to cease uh, enforcement operations on businesses. So these sort of mass roundups when it, when it, when a when a business hires you know hundreds of illegal immigrants and you hear a story about ICE going in and arresting everybody and deporting them. 
they said they're going to stop doing that. So there's just there's no internal enforcement. There's no border enforcement. They they want people to come across, and it's it's um it's a disaster. We shouldn't pretend otherwise. They they actually want this to happen. It's not incompetent. You recently, I I, I follow your Twitter feed, which by the way, if folks. <laughs> want to, and I, I really encourage them, you've got two, but I really in, encourage them to follow you on Twitter at Den, at Den Crenshaw uh, TX, at Den Crenshaw Texas, basically, but it's TX. Um, but I follow your feed, but you recently put out a press release out of your, your congressional office uh, uh, about the uh, vaccine mandate and calling it an unconstitutional overreach of governments. Completely agree. And I think eventually this is going to get struck down. I, I can't count the number of lawsuits that are going to come out of this thing. But this the whole thing just seems like he's I don't know if it's him trying to distract from Afghanistan, from all the other crises that have been going on, the border, the fact that he's destroying our economy. Uh, but this is just seems like another way for Joe Biden to just try and throw his weight around but this vaccine mandates uh, just going to destroy the economy even more so you got people quitting their jobs at a time nurses in new york quitting their job amongst at a time when we have a crisis of nursing in new york city yeah it's it's just just a bad policy it's just bad decision making um very unnecessary decision making uh you know our, our, our actions haven't changed the flow of the virus all that much I don't know when America and the world are going to finally come to terms with that hard fact, which is that no matter how drastic a policy changes you make, the trends of the virus end up being about the same. Uh, it's just, it's just, it's the nature of a pandemic. Uh, it's nature. Um, so, you know, you, you can, you can take mitigating factors and you can take the vaccine. It seems it's all, all indications point to the fact that you have, less chance of being hospitalized if you take the vaccine. So go ahead and take it. If you don't want to take it because you've already had it, well, it turns out natural immunity is pretty good for you also. Um, and then we need to just go live our lives and, and stop letting this, this thing control our lives and dictate everything we do. I think that's, that's, that's really the crux of the, the debate here. And um, I think the left just doesn't want to let go of it. They, they love it so much. They, they love this idea of making everybody do the same thing. Look, whether it's about the economy, whether it's about energy, whether it's about the vaccines or, or COVID policies, they love it when everyone is forced to do the same thing. And they get really mad when people disagree with them. They don't they don't like the idea of a republic. You have to understand that. Yeah. They, they like the, the idea of pure majoritarian. It's why they're Democrats. They want pure democracy. They think 51 percent of the population can can raise their hands and make the other 49 percent do whatever they want. Yeah, that, that's really how they govern. It's how they see the world. So it's um, it's problematic. It's problematic for sure. We're talking with Texas Congressman Dan Crenshaw. Dan, you served in Afghanistan. I have to ask you about your thoughts uh, regarding the way the Biden administration handled the withdrawal. More importantly, the fact that American citizens and those who aided us are still stranded there. It, it, you know, this is another area where the press is given the administration a pass. They're just, oh, oh, let's move on. Nothing to see here. You know, reminds me of Frank Drebin standing in in front of the burning building. Oh, nothing to see here, folks. Move on. Yeah, Doug, I mean, I've spent a lot of time talking about this, um, but it, it really boils down to a, a, a very 
a very deep strategic error on part of the United States. That was, look, I'm going to be honest, I'm mad at both sides on this because I, I, I really don't like all the people on our side who say, well, yeah, we should have gotten out, but just we don't like the way, the way Biden did it. Well, I'm sorry, but if you wanted zero troops, then this is what was going to happen. Yeah. I've been saying this for years. So I'm mad at everybody who, who supported Biden on this. And let's be honest, a lot of people on our side supported him on this. And then they changed their minds when it all went to, went to hell. And, uh, you know, I, we need to recognize that and finally learn from it. You know, I, I don't like our options either of either keeping soldiers there or putting ourselves up to attacks. I, I don't like those options. Those aren't great options. And you can get mad and throw around stupid slogans like no more endless wars and bring the troops home. And that, that makes you feel good about yourself. And by all means, go write a fiction novel about the, the fictional world that you want to live in. <laughs> but I have to live in the real world and make real time decisions. And, and, and that's that is the fundamental problem that led to this disaster. You know, Biden was just the only one stupid enough to actually do it. Um, you know, even if Trump wanted to do it, he never did. You know, he spent he had four years to do it. He never did it. So, you know, that, I, I, that that's the best defense for Trump on this. Um, but in the end, there was a big movement on our side to to do exactly what Biden did. And and uh, I'm really I'm really angry about it. Congressman, I have to ask, you've written a, a children's book that launched this week, actually, about why people should be able to express themselves and think freely. It's called Fame, Blame, and the Raft of Shame. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, yeah. So we're getting into the children's book world um, because like, I think conservative parents need a need an option for their kids. Oh, I agree. Completely. And um, th- this is a pretty cool project. So I, I'm one of many authors in the saga of children's books. And you can actually go to the dan.bravebooks.com and subscribe. And you get a new book every month. This month is just mine. Uh, and it's about cancel culture. Uh, it's about how to overcome cancel culture. It's about what it is, what it isn't. And there's really cool lessons in there in the back, too, that parents can go through with their kids and really have a deeper conversation about it. And, and it really is part of this entire saga, this whole experience. Like the, the kids will get little uh, like missions in an envelope and they, they feel like they're really a part of it. This, this kind of brave universe that they've done. So again, it's dan.bravebooks.com. Uh, that's where you can go to get it. It's a, it's a really cool project. Um, you can buy it for your friends who've got kids. Um, buy it for your kids. It, 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 it's a really neat thing. Well, again, the book is called Fame, Blame, and the Raft of Shame. It's available at dan.bravebooks.com. If folks want, they can follow you. I mentioned it earlier on Twitter at Dan Crenshaw TX. I highly recommend they follow you. Congressman, thank you again for joining us this evening. Carry on the fight, brother. We really appreciate you. We need fighters like you in Congress. Keep up the good work. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. We'll be taking your calls at 845. In the meantime, coming up after the break, Judicial Watch founder Larry Klayman will be with us to explain why he says vaccine mandates are the greatest threat to civil liberties in the last 100 years. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. We'll be back right after this.